Welcome to Strut It, a place where CEOs and entrepreneurs circle up and get real about how hard and deeply rewarding this whole forging your own path thing is. As a bold dreamer and innovator, it can feel like your house burns down 50 times each day as you try to build the non-conventional life you love. In this podcast, we will dance with the flames of uncertainty, self-doubt, and money scarcity as we build the business empire of our dreams so that we no longer fear the fire, but welcome the heat. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury, and I built a six-figure dance studio business from a Craigslist ad and a brilliant idea. Together, we strut through the flames of business ownership, sharing the crucial mindsets, strategies, and collaborations of a life and business dance full out. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for sharing your time, your energy with me today. We are going to be talking about three signs it might be time to pivot. And while these signs and what we're going to be talking about are for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, I was kind of realizing and preparing for this episode that these signs not only apply to when it's time to possibly pivot in your business, but also it may be time to pivot in life because One of the things that I have learned is how we do one thing is how we do all things. And our relationship with our business oftentimes is a reflection of our relationship within ourselves and in our personal lives too. So I hope that today's show will not only support you in making confident decisions with your business, but also your life. I'm excited to talk about how to pivot and when to pivot because I feel this is a skill that as an entrepreneur, you almost have to become masterful around. Many of us go into business kind of thinking that if we just have the right business idea, if we set up our marketing and our sales funnels and we have the correct team, it's all going to work out. And the truth is, is that your business is a grand experiment. You are going to learn as you go and you're going to try things and sometimes they're going to work and sometimes they're not. So having that experimental mindset is just so crucial. And I think when you can embody that mindset of I am learning as I go, I can always evaluate what's working, what's not, and allow shifts and pivots along the way. The entrepreneurship journey is so much more pleasurable. One problem that I see with entrepreneurs is when we can get so, you know, we're so passionate about what it is that we're building and how we want to serve people and our our great business idea. And oftentimes what can happen is we can stay in a business or an offer or a relationship for too long where it starts to not work, where it's not serving us. And we, we kind of miss the cues. We miss those signs that this is no longer working. And I think it, it gets really confusing because as CEOs and entrepreneurs, we talk about this all the time that you must persist. You can't give up easily. You You have to go all in and really get behind your idea and just be per, be consistent, be persistent. But when does that go too far where you're 
so dedicated that you're attached onto an idea and to the point where you miss that it's not working and that shifting and pivoting and letting it go is actually the smarter move. And that's really what this episode is about today is three signs that it might be time for you to pivot. And I intentionally put in might because you are the expert of your business. Only you will know if it is the right time to pivot. But I hope that in this conversation today that you will really have some moments of clarity where you will hear what you need to hear if you are in a place where you do need to pivot in some way. So the first sign that you may need to pivot is when you notice that you are oftentimes feeling resentful of your business. And of course, this can show up in a lot of different ways. I know for me in the past, it has shown up in when I noticed that my reaction to something, to a conflict, was way bigger and disproportionate to the size of the problem. I'll give you an example. So I had a yoga and dance studio and getting, you know, an email about someone who is upset about, you know, how their credit card was charged and they didn't know that they had signed up for a recurring monthly membership. And, you know, normally in a good flow energetic state, you know, you would receive an email and it might be a little bit annoying, but you know, you just, you handle it because you're so grateful for your community and for your customers. And what I found kept happening with me is that there would be these little things that would come up in my business like that. And I felt so resentful against my customer. So people, you know, I would put together this really awesome low ticket offer for unlimited yoga for the summer and, you know, not many people would buy it. And I felt so much resentment toward my customers because I was thinking, why the heck would you not take advantage of this offer? You know, I, I would have all of these thoughts in my head where I just started to notice that I was almost annoyed by my clients And wow, talk about a red flag, right? So really being aware of when you feel like you are resenting your business, because if this is your business, you are in the driver's seat to create a business that will serve you instead of creating a monster. You get to decide how your business runs, who you serve, the, the environment, all of the things. And so if you start to notice that you're feeling this constant resentment, whether it's against your employees, your staff members, your customers, maybe it's the way you're marketing your business. Maybe you hate marketing on social media and you're feeling resentful against social media. Whatever it is, those are all signs that it may be time for you to pivot. And in my example with my yoga studio, that was one of those signs that I realized, wow, I had started the studio with this passion and this desire to bring yoga and dance to adults and create the safe space. And look at how far I have come from that inside of myself, right? Like inside of my heart. And it really was this red flag of, okay, pause. I need to take a look at this. 
And that's something I want you to think about. If any of these signs resonate with you today, it's really just an opportunity for you to take pause and get curious about why that's showing up for you and what needs to be shifted. So in my yoga studio example with that membership, what re- the reoccurring resentment that I was feeling is that I, I hated the business model of low ticket and high volume. And I realized that I hated that business model. So it wasn't that I hated my customers or I wasn't still passionate about dance or yoga or any of that. It was an opportunity for me to look at like, what was I resentful for? Was it that I didn't feel like the value of what we were offering was really being received? And that's not my customer's fault. That's, that's, the way that I have set up my business and packaged my offer. And that's something that I have the power to look at and shift. The second sign that it might be time to pivot is when things are feeling sticky. And I'm going to explain that more. Sticky, meaning that you find yourself not doing the thing. You're not marketing the offer. You're not posting about it. You're not talking about it. You're not excited to uh, market it. You're, it feels sticky. There's some internal resistance there. And that can show up in a lot of ways. For me, oftentimes that can show up when I am procrastinating, when I am just putting the thing off and I'm putting it off and I'm putting it off. A lot of times that's because there's some sort of low vibe energy around it, there's a reason that I'm putting it off and it's usually because it's not feeling aligned with me for whatever reason. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important that you are really aligned with your business, with your offers, with your services, your products, that you're really excited because marketing, you know, people can smell if there's any kind of hesitation, if there's any kind of like, well, are people going to like this? If there's any kind of self-doubt, people can smell it. So you can really look at, huh, this is feeling sticky. This is feeling hard. This is feeling like I want to kind of put it aside. And again, getting curious, what, what is that about? And I can't tell you how many times, you know, this, this is one of those signs that I'm very in tune with, within myself, and I pay attention to. And that's really what I want to ask you to do is, of course, the first step with all of this is just awareness, being aware of when this stickiness, this resistance comes up. And I allowing yourself to pause and get curious about where is that coming from? What is the why behind it? And an example, I want to say last year, I was marketing an offer of helping people to heal their relationship with food because I struggled with disordered eating for a long time. And I had worked really hard to make peace with my body and food. And I studied intuitive eating. Intuitive eating was really how I healed my relationship with food. Even though I never had anyone formally teach me that, the principles of intuitive eating were really what I did to heal myself. And so 
I was very passionate about it. And I started marketing an offer around healing your relationship with food. And then I started to realize, I started to feel this like stickiness. I started to feel this like ooeyness. And what I uncovered after putting it out there, right, putting it out there, having conversations with clients about food and and researching and learning and going down this whole rabbit hole, I had this aha moment of why am I resisting this? Why do I not want to market this? Why do I feel this weird imposturing energy? Why do I feel all these things? And really what it came down to is I actually don't want to talk to people about food. What I want to talk to people about is their self-worth and how they feel inside. But it took this windy road of me putting out an offer and marketing it and then realizing why is there a weird stickiness? Why is there some resistance around me putting myself out there in this way? I remember someone once said to me, oh, Elizabeth, I think of you as the food girl. And I'm like, the food girl? That is definitely not me. Like, I don't cook. My husband's the chef in the family. I couldn't give you any recipe ideas. Like, I am not the food girl. But I, but I kind of needed to go on that little windy path as a coach to kind of understand, like, what lane do I want to be in, right? So if you feel any sort of stickiness around your offers, around your business, again, it's just an opportunity to kind of take a look at where is that coming from? The third sign that it might be time to pivot is when you feel this deep down sense of dread, And I'm going to give you an example. So I had a staff member and he had worked for me for a long time and was really helpful for for many, many years. But what started to happen over time is a lack of respect for boundaries, a lack of respect for leadership. And our relationship slowly dissolved. And what I noticed is that as the CEO, as the owner of the company, whenever I was going to call him to, you know, let him know that a a customer had given me some feedback that I needed to share with him or whatever it was, I would feel this like deep sense of dread. And it was a huge red flag. I think A lot of times we stay in relationships with staff members or employees or coaches or business consultants or lawyers or whoever we're employing for our team to help us grow. Oftentimes we stay in those relationships too long because we kind of tell ourselves a story of, I need this person or my business isn't going to be okay. And there are absolutely times where that is true. I know for me, there was a season where I really needed this person and I felt like my back was a little bit up against the wall. But that feeling of dread, that feeling of I'm not excited to connect with you and I'm a little bit nervous. And that was, of course, just a huge red flag. And I think the piece of dread that comes up too is getting curious about, am I dreading this because I don't feel like I'm good at it? For a long time, I had a story going in my mind that I am not a great leader. And so when I would have a phone call or a meeting with this 
staff member who our relationship was shaky, I had that story going that I wasn't a good leader. And because I had that belief system going, there was that sense of dread that I was going to be found out, that I was going to be found out that I wasn't going to do a good job. And so I invite you today that whatever it is that you're dreading, whether that's a conversation with uh, someone on your team or whether that's, you know, marketing your business or posting on social media, all of these signs, all of these feelings, if you'll, if you'll notice, all three of these signs are feelings. They are beautiful, beautiful opportunities for you to just take stock of why that's coming up. And so for me with that staff member, I was able to boldly make a choice to let him go. It was hard, but I did it. And my business soared. It flew. If anything, our sales increased. My confidence was boosted. I learned so much. And you know what I did? I went to work to become a better, more assertive leader, a leader who knows how to set boundaries, a leader who knows how to better connect with my staff members so our relationship doesn't get so fragmented. I had a lot to learn in that situation. And it goes back to that lesson that we shared before in previous episodes where our business initiates us. Our business will show us all of our beautiful light and our strengths. It gives us an opportunity to spread our wings and fly, but it will also show you all of your shadows, all of the muck, all of the places where you need to grow, where you get to grow. And so I invite you today that wherever you feel that sense of dread or resentment or stickiness or resistance, these are all just opportunities to say, wow, why isn't this working? And really allow yourself, give yourself permission to change your mind, to shift, to try something else, to experiment, because this is all a grand experiment. And if you can really allow yourself to ebb and flow with the business to keep growing, that's how you become a bold business leader. That's how you build a multi-million dollar business is you learn as you go. You learn from your failures. You learn from your mistakes. And every piece of feeling of resentment and dread and stickiness, all of those pieces come from your body. And that's kind of what I want to leave you with is that in the business world, how, you know, it's all strategic. It's all logical. It's all on a spreadsheet. But what I want to invite you to do today is actually think about this possibility that your body is actually your best business coach because your body will tell you what feels aligned, what feels true, what feels exciting, and what feels constricting to you. The final piece I want to leave you with is that when you are getting curious about the resentment, about the stickiness, about the dread, asking yourself, Is it that this isn't working and I need to pivot? Or is it fear because you've never done this before and it's freaking scary to forge your own path? Those are two separate things. For me, when I'm at that crossroads of asking myself, sometimes it's really helpful for me to call up a colleague or a coach or a consultant and get an outside perspective to help me to kind of find my way through that. Because when we are running a business, we are so deeply in it 
that sometimes we need that external reflection to let us know, is this actually not the right thing? Do I really need to pivot because this isn't working? Or am I procrastinating because I'm so afraid? I'm so afraid I'm going to fail. I want to do this so badly, but what if I fail? Is it fear? And those two can dance closely together and it can be confusing. So I hope that these signs, these three signs were helpful for you to take a look at and kind of play with and notice where they come up in your life so you can shift and you can continue to build the business of your dreams. And if it is that fear because you're doing something out of your comfort zone, keep going and be sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who can just hold up that mirror and applaud you and celebrate you as you continue to forge this life that is all your own. I hope you got a lot out of today's show. If you did, please share this episode with a colleague, with a friend who could really use it. And I can't wait to see you back here next time. I'm Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for being here. Let's keep the dance party going by hanging out on social media together. You can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Marbury or dance with me on TikTok at Wedding Dance Coach. If you love today's show, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.